Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm known as the Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level, high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Fallon Seneca-Scarco. She's a student at Unica University studying occupational therapy, and she'll be going to grad school in the fall to study the same. I have Rick Alcantara. He does public relations, digital marketing, and crisis communications at Rick Alcantara Consulting. The question I have for you today, what does it mean to be snobby? Fallon, kick us off. In terms of being snobby, I feel in my opinion, it's more about like feeling superior, inferior, having that dynamic. And the person that feels snobby feels like they have something more to contribute than somebody else. And I feel like that's just obviously one, not right. And two, I just feel like it needs to be more of like a simple, this person is the same plane as I am, and there should not be one higher person over the other. In college, some people have harder majors than others, and I feel like it's just not the same. Based on different socioeconomic classes, different education levels, I feel that it should be all the same playing field. It should not be just one person feeling superior over the other. And I feel like when you're snobby, you feel like you're contributing something more or you have better qualities than somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think as Rick? I've gotten older, I think I've seen it kind of decrease for me. I, I think in high school, it was a, you saw a lot of snobby people. A lot of people were in cliques and people who were just like, well, you're not in my group, so I'm not going to talk to you. And then they would just brush people off or blow them off or whatever. College is saw it to some degree. In the business world, I do see it, um, but I agree with Fallon. It, it's, a, it's kind of a superiority thing. It's like, I have this high paying job. Or I live in this great big house, but whatever. And if I need to give you some time, it's just like, you do, consider yourself lucky that I even grant you this favor to speak to me. And I've had people say that. I've actually had one person who I was totally taken aback when he said he talked about other people being the great unwashed. And I was like, what? (laughs) So yeah, that didn't sit well with me. I actually told other people about it. (laughs) They were like, that guy's an idiot. (laughs) That that whole snobby attitude of I'm better than you and, and you're not as special as me. We've kind of said, oh, it's more likely to happen in high school and in college. Do people outgrow it, do you think? Rick, I guess I'm asking you that question specifically. I don't know. I don't know that they outgrow it. I think it probably becomes part of their personality. It, it could be that they maybe are have an inferiority complex and that they just project it out on somebody else. The way to make them feel better is to kind of put everybody else down. They could just genuinely feel that, hey, all the people I hang out with are in this socioeconomic class. And then somebody else outside of that group just doesn't fit in. If you run into someone snobby, how do you react? Well, I've run into a lot of snobby people in um, high school, college, at my part-time job, like my coworkers or even customers. I just feel like, well, my question is, is do they feel insecure about themselves? And is that why they're portraying this snobby persona? Or do they actually feel that they have something better than I do? And do they actually feel like they're superior? Do they actually believe what they're saying or are they just putting on a facade? But in terms of actually approaching it, I just kind of present myself how I am, act like how I would, and I'll try to talk myself up too a little bit. If they're going to say great things about them and try to make me feel inferior, I'm going to claim like I'm just as good as you are as well. So I kind of try to balance that dynamic there if they try to present themselves as better. Hmm. And I think there's a difference between being snobby and being narcissistic. 
Yes. Because then it's a whole nother level of they're going to put everybody down around them. They've got this uh, opinion that everybody's out to get them, uh, that everything they do is so gold-plated. That I really have a trouble with. Snobby folks, I'm basically very business-like. I get in, get out of the conversation. I ask what I have to ask and, and move on. I do feel like that snobbiness sells really well on reality TV. Why do you think people like watching people treat each other that way? That is such a good point because I love watching reality TV. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm the opposite. I hate it. I absolutely despise it. <laughs> <laughs> so Fallon, why do you why do you enjoy that behavior on as entertainment? It's because it just seems like comical to me. It's like how can people actually feel like they are just so much better than other people, especially like the way they present themselves? Mm. People will literally say something as simple as, I just won this today and I just won over this guy. And it's just small things that they accomplish. They make it seem like it's like the Grammys, mm. like whatever they do is just the biggest deal ever. I think people find it entertaining because it's just not practical and it's just mm. comical because of like the facade that they put on. Mm -hmm. yeah, it seems like sometimes the uh, income and uh, power, political power especially, can drive people towards that. They may have had a completely kind of different personality before they've achieved this fame. And now all of a sudden they've got this political power. Now hey, I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread and everybody else <laughs> doesn't count. When you get really busy, you have to kind of pick and choose. Who, who do you have time to talk to? How do you make that decision when you get to the point where you're like, you can't talk to everyone without feeling like you're being snobby? Yeah, it's just a matter of kind of like doing your best to like put your priorities at hand. Even though you can't talk to everyone, as long as you're making the effort and people see that you're trying to make the effort. If you're just standing there and you're having a conversation with someone, let's say you make eye contact with someone else and then you purposely go back to the other conversation and avoid them the whole time. I feel like that might come off as snobby. Whereas if you recognize them, do it like away from afar, even though you're not directly having a conversation with that person, as long as you're using your social cues and recognizing them as a person, I think that's where you can differentiate between snobby and just being busy. Yeah. Or, or can we talk later or I've got on this project deadline, I've got to get this finished by 11 o'clock and we chat sometime later this afternoon. Can you email me what your questions are? You can kind of push back some of that and say, hey, let's talk at a, a more convenient time for both of us. Mm -hmm. I've definitely had to say to people when they say, oh, can we get coffee? Can we have lunch? I'm like, lunch is a two hour commitment yeah. at least. Can we just do a Zoom call where I can do 30 minutes and then get on to the next thing? That's one way I try to say, yes, I'll give you some of my time, but I can't give you two, two and a half hours where I have to drive somewhere and meet you. And then you might not show up and whatever. So I'm on a, a networking group where an AI pairs you with people. And I've had one person in that group decline to meet with me. And I wow. felt like, wow, what did I, and she was someone I was really interested in, in speaking to. She was in sports and, and worked in that industry. I was really interested in speaking to her. And I felt really like, oh, I'm not good enough. But maybe it was just, she was just being snobby about, yeah, I don't want to talk to a coach. Yeah. I sometimes wonder, is there more of a snobbiness in terms of like, we talked about socioeconomic status, but like, do you think age plays a role in it too? Because I know sometimes I've had mentors, bosses, professors, just because like they're older than me and they have like accomplished so much more because I'm younger. I haven't even had the opportunity to, you know, do those things. I wonder if age plays a role in snobbiness just because they've accomplished more just because they've lived longer. Mm. 
I, I think that might be the case with some people, but I think it's more of uh, they've moved beyond academia now. They're in the professional world, so they're focused on their professional jobs. I've done a, a ton of work with students over the years, and I still continue to do that. That's just some, my personality. I, I feel it's part of my obligation in my profession is to try to help students become uh, PR practitioners and be very good at it and avoid a lot of the mistakes that I made. Not everybody feels that way. They're just like, I'm, I've got work to do. I've got a home. I've got a family. Those are things I focus on. I don't necessarily have time to deal with, with students. And it's unfortunate because they may not realize that those students could wind up working in their company. That student couldn't one day maybe become their boss. I mentioned it before we turned on the recording. I had someone ask me recently, why are you having uh, students on quick hits? They don't have any to contribute. They aren't experts, but they are. They're experts at being Gen Z. There's a diversity to that. You're right, Fallon, thinking of just about that experience where someone asked me, why do you have students on quick hits? There is some snobbiness there that I hadn't even considered. Yeah. Yeah. How do you make sure that you aren't snobby to other people? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you need to make sure that you humble yourself. Like, obviously, self-love, self-value, that's important. But you need to understand just because other people may not do the same things you do, or accomplish, you know, as much as you have, like, you need to understand that, you know, people are different. That's why diversity is so great. So you have to just keep that in mind, even like if you do accomplish something to make sure like, you don't come off as standoffish, because you don't know what other people are going through. It's just more about always being considerate. I think that's always a good way to keep yourself from, you know, the snobby persona. Yeah, and, and respond in a timely basis. If somebody reaches out to you by email or by phone call or whatever, um, get back to them quickly. And then when you do talk to them, you know, find out, you know, listen to what they're actually saying. You know, you may have an agenda going into the call, but, you know, what's what was their agenda? What, why did they reach out to you in the first place? So, you know, make sure you kind of, you know, answer their questions. I agree. Being down to earth and, and just connecting with individuals as individuals where they are is a great way to not come across as snobby. So thank you so much for having this conversation with me. That was our 10 minutes. I appreciate it. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.